<laughs> You're listening to the epically geeky show. <laughs> the other Chris is in Canada, and uh, true. And did and did and did um, um, roller derby. That so, was re- a really long time ago. That was like five yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, that was not. She's that being long modest. Ago. She actually like wrestles bears and shit. She's bad at it. <laughs> yeah. True. You all know my secret now. <laughs> I wrestle bears every week. Bears do wrestle. every week. Yep. Sheesh. Nice. Run down caribou. You know. <laughs> goes out and picks a fight. They start. They're like, oh, don't mess with her. They like. They know her. Like when she goes out in the wilderness, all the wildlife just like yeah. sort of like slowly ambles but, away. You know, I was like flee in terror. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I was. Like, I was thinking, you've seen that video that's been going around of the guy that goes out and punches the kangaroo because it's been <laughs> <laughs> like, to a moose and like clock it. Like one of the moose like starts at her and the other moose like shake their head like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, you don't want to do this. Ray would scare off. Like Ray scared off a bear before, so. Of course Ray has. Well, Ray actually is a bear, isn't he? He's <laughs> He brought him home, shaved him, and, you know, he prop him up at the uh, uh, nuclear plant. Nobody says nothing because yeah, they're scared. Oh, thing. Lord. <laughs> they're like, is that a bear? Shut up. Everybody's <laughs> sensitive about it. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show. A place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epic Geeky Show, episode number 47. I am your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, when playing the original NES, did you prefer using the classic controller that came with it, or did you have another favorite? Cyrus Martin? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, thank you. Uh, depends on the game, but for the most, oh really? Yeah. Um, some games I like the NES Advantage, and some games I like the regular NES control. Um, what? Now here's another question. You know they have the old school like square style, and then they have the what they call the dog bone, which is the like like when they brought out that uh, top loader. Oh yeah yeah yeah! I forgot about that one. Yeah. So of all those, I I don't know. I guess I would say the square one, the original one. Um, okay. I just I really like that control. Chris, uh, did you play with anything else but the original one, or me? Yes. Okay. Canada. Canada. Um, no, I just had the original NES. I just whatever came with it is what we played with. Good deal. Yeah. I mean, it was a good controller, so there's oh, definitely well, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I didn't know that there were other ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. You don't know about the power glove? God, really? That's what that I one? was so thinking. I was just, I just made the most of it. My husband, like, the glove. Point, 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 point. That voice you're hearing is our uh, special guest tonight, uh, Laura Howell. Uh, did you play with the original controller? Was there something else you preferred to play with? The original, because who didn't love squeezing that little rectangle so tight as they were gaming and, like, getting the blisters on their fingers because they were squeezing it so tight? At least that was me. We're talking about gaming, Gaming? Oh, never mind. You know, so, you know, I had to have the original. (laughs) Husband Chris, um, which I think 
I think we're. I think I said I was going to refer to as Chris H. So we'll we'll go with that for right now until we everyone else gets confused. Call him number two. He can number, be number two. two. Uh, <laughs> so Chris H. Which would you which did you prefer the original controller or uh, was it, did you have another favorite? Oh uh, no, it, it it came down to the original controller. I used lots of the others. Uh, the power glove, uh, the one that was actually like uh, I can't remember which game it actually went to now, but it was like the design of a robot that would kind of fit over top of one of the controllers. <laughs> And you could actually uh, interact with the robot, and it would it would actually um, you mean control rob? the things in the game. Rob Sing the it. robot. Rob the robot. That, that might have been what it was called. But uh, yeah, I tried that one for a little while, but always went back to this to that square little controller. Yeah, I actually have uh, kind of a, kind of an interesting situation. I my favorite controller was the NES Max. Um, <laughs> shut up! I loved that controller. Now here's the problem. Here's here's why. Because it had turbo buttons on it. Um, it actually kind of you know uh, uh, was molded like kind of had like little wings on the bottom, like most modern controllers now. Um, the problem with it now is uh, going back and playing with it. Uh, I, I think it's just because the controller is getting old, and it's because it's actually sitting here in front of me. Um, the direction pad has gotten kind of soft, and I'm just not. I'm just not able to, to, to use it like I used to. So uh, when I've been playing uh, my original NES with my boys, um, I've, I've gravitated back to using the original controller. And uh, one of them is a little, I don't know, it wants to stick a little bit, but the one controller I have is just as awesome as the day I first started playing with it. And it's just like, man, this was a well-made controller. So uh, the reason I brought this up to be our uh, opening question is... Uh, because of our, our main topic tonight, the year is 2016. Um, I've already stood in, in one line, actually with Laura and her husband, um, waiting on one of the two big toys for this Christmas season. Uh, those toys are uh, Hatchimals, which I don't really know anything about. Um, and the other is the NES Classic. Um, the Nintendo has been out for, what, almost 30 years? And we're Not behind... 30. Yeah, thirty years. That's that's what the NES Classic is. It's the anniversary. Yeah, thirty years. Thirty years. It's been out, and we're standing in line, trying to buy almost the exact same console <laughs> again. Nintendo is a genius. <laughs> is all I have to say. Uh, so, with that being said, we've already done an episode uh, like this before, um, where it was right off hand, but. We- we did it with the Sega Genesis. So uh, we're going to do that again tonight. And that is, we're going to come up with our top five NES games. Um, now, the way this is going to work is, of course, the order counts. So uh, the number one spot will get uh, five points. The number four spot gets three points. I mean, the uh, uh, number four spot gets, uh, I'm sorry, number f- five spot gets one. Uh, and then, you know, going the other way. So, um, yeah, and then we're going to calculate them here at the very end and kind of figure out what we think our number one NES game is. Let me uh, actually did not pull up the spreadsheet here yet. I just realized that. So go ahead and uh, make fun of me there, Cyrus, because I know you will. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let's see here. So uh, there we go. Okay. So, um would anyone like to go first with their? Now we're going to start with the number five spot, and and we'll move up from there. Um, would anyone like to go first with their their number five uh, NES game? I'll I'll go first. 
All right. Uh, and, and, and you're actually, this is actually uh, uh, Ray's list, right? Yeah. This is Ray's list, not mine, because I honestly only right. know of four NES games. Not that I've even played them. Um, okay, so he's, this, I'm just reading exactly what he's written down. Okay. Um, okay, so the fifth, the number five one is Metroid. Oh, okay. Nice, and he right? says it's uh awesome female character, surprise ending, challenging and fun, and open world. Yep. That was yes, it. yes, yes. Jeez. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I know I was shocked, but was everyone else shocked whenever you found out that it was actually a, a woman in the suit playing the entire time? Oh, I just found out right now. So yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Really? <laughs> You're killing me, dude. Yeah, it was pretty... Well, I think that was an un, un, kind of an unheard of concept around that time, so I, I, I would think that it would have shocked many players at that point. Like, what was this? So yeah, that's exactly. My well, it was in an era where, like, a female character in a game was usually, like, uh, not the main character, or had some the damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. It was this, exactly yeah. It was a different time. And for them to pull that out, I mean that was some balls. To to pull that out well <laughs> maybe anyway, never mind. Uh um lack of <laughs> lack of. But uh, they at the last of the game reveal, hey, this character you've been playing with the whole time for this game that you loved, that you really had a great time, that was a chick. And uh, a lot of a lot of young boys were like, wow, that's kind of mind-blowing, you know? Set a precedent. Set a, set a precedent for, for a lot of things. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Love that game. Oh, that's such a good game, too. Um, Sai, you want to go next? Okay. By the way, I don't agree that we should be doing this at all because I think uh, – <laughs> I think <laughs> – <laughs> I think to narrow the choices down to five is really blasphemous. Like uh, to, to the point that uh, we will probably be punished by God. Like, <laughs> I will, I will accept it. Okay. All right. Okay. Now <laughs> I need to talk for a second before I, okay. Before I talk, before I list my fifth one. Um, I, I, it was difficult for me to wrap my brain around how I wanted to qualify these as the top five. Like, okay, there's top five sales-wise. There's top five as far as uh, innovation. Top five as far as my personal favorite. To, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can look at what does top five mean, right? Right. So I had to decide that in my head. That's why I'm, I'm not even joking with you. I couldn't sleep last night because this was driving me crazy. Like, and I know that sounds nuts. And uh, I was having nightmares about this. Like, and I woke up going, what the fuck? Why is this such a, why does this matter so much to me? But uh, for some reason it was really bothering me. I was like, Eugene, what the hell have you done? Um, so anyway, what I ended up deciding to do was just go with, the five games that I personally think defined my NES experience the most. That, okay. That's exactly what I wanted you to hear, to, to say. Okay. Okay. So the five games that me, I personally played that I associate with NES. Okay. 
And it really sucks because number six is like I fought in my head about five and six. I was like, God damn. But we had to settle on five. So, okay. Here we go. Number Someone five. is so not bitter at all about this. I mean, <laughs> not at all. He hates when I pin him down on stuff like this. Well, video games are my thing, and this is like yes, exactly. <laughs> this is like you son of a bitch. Uh, I have to at some point talk about the rest of my six through ten. Okay, I have I have that time as long as you get to your fucking five. <laughs> All right, number five is a video game that came out in 1989, and it's one of the very few um, video games based on a movie that's really good. Uh, it's actually a, a game that was produced by a, a company that put out some of the best NES titles, and that game is Batman. Oh, um, yes, yeah, such a good game. I play Batman. Uh, uh, that's the first game I play when I test out uh, a new, like a Nintendo system or an emulator or anything like that. That's the first ROM I always test because... It's uh, there's so many there's so much nuance to the colors and the, the the sound and the things like that. So it's a good way to test what the the way the game's being processed. But it's also really fun, like really super fun. You know, it's it's got a great mechanic. You jump off walls. You have all these weapons. It's Batman. It's it's just freaking awesome. So and I love the soundtrack to that game. So Batman would be my number five. Deal, yeah, that is a that's a really good. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I compl- when you said based on a movie, I thought, what the hell, Nintendo game was based on a movie that was worth anything. When you said Batman, I'm like, oh yeah, the one, the one, the one game. Because <laughs> I mean, most of the games that were based on movies, especially back in the NES area, were were pretty garbage. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, ironically, Sunsoft turned Gremlins two into a halfway decent game. So that's the same. Company. Right. Laura, what is your, Oh, I'm sorry. What is your uh, number five, Laura? Okay. Mine is so cheesy. And I, it was kind of like, I mean, that's how I did mine was just like, which games just, you know, got into my heart that I love the most. Okay. So no, you know, I don't have to worry about judging here, but I loved ghost and goblins. Oh, oh yeah. no, that is an awesome <laughs> game. Yeah, that was my number five game. You know, I just I, I I don't know why I liked it so much. You know, was it the fact that it was you know as a little girl you when he got like down to his boxers or whatever, <laughs> you know, or, or the fact that the game was just like ridiculously hard at times. I was like, going to say just, maddeningly hard. Yes. Yes, you know, and just oh. Like, I can just remember, you know, hours upon hours playing and feeling like I am getting nowhere in this game. So, but yet having to come back to it and play and keep trying and trying and, you know, so that was my number five. You get, I'm going to be honest, you get some mad respect for putting that one on there because that game is so seriously hard. And that's on the NES Classic too, right? (gasps) Yeah. Oh, if I can get my hands on one, if I can get my hands on one, I can have that nostalgia once more. But you know, yeah, that's a that you know, I, I'm really concerned about that damn system because uh, a lot of rumors floating around. They're not going to keep making it. It's only I know, a I know, so. limited run. Ugh. 
Tough. Yeah, I actually, uh, uh, I, I was trying to get one until just a couple of days ago, until yesterday, actually. And uh, I ended up buying something else, which is more suitable for me, but it's more, a lot more expensive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, basically, I bought a, a HD NES system that I, I have a, I have a flash cartridge that has every Nintendo game on it. So, uh, but, uh, the NES classic is awesome. Yes, it is. And yeah, I'm in the same boat with Laura. We're still, we're kind of working together. We have some stuff to talk about it, whether it be after the show or at least in the next week or so here about a, a possibility of another camp out. We'll have to see. So well, uh, I'm, I'm still trying to find one cause I want to give one to somebody. So anyway, oh, well, you're just trying to do one as a giveaway. Yeah. Well, to, Oh man, you will get yeah that that'll get you noticed. No, I'm not, no, not for this site for to give to my cousin Paul. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. nice. Kind of as a gift. That's all. Very nice. Um, Chris H, uh, what is your number five? <laughs> well, I, I've actually got a six through ten also because there were so many <laughs> games on the Nintendo that I played as a kid, and this is exactly this is they're, they're, they're drilled into my head. This is really bullshit, Eugene. You Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, no, my, uh, griped. Well, we can only do five. That's not fair. Why does it have to be five? I'm like, oh, my God. Just do the five. Just do it. All right. So, anyway, so uh, for me, the number five for me was uh, Duck Hunt. Ah, yes. That dog is insane. Talk I about a game hours that defined trying to the NES. That stupid dog. Yep. Everybody wanted yep. to shoot the dog. Everybody. It kills me that I've got my original Nintendo, I've got my original cartridge, and I've got my original zapper. And I know the zapper works, but it just won't work on my, you know. Uh, you got to keep the CRT around, man. You got to keep the CRT. I mean, I could probably go grab one at my mom's house. Uh, and the, I mean, Duck Hunt was, Duck Hunt's not in my heart as as much as a lot of other people, but I know my boys would enjoy it, so I'm I, I'm I'm halfway thinking about maybe well, like you know they have take my Nintendo over to her house and let them play it there. You, you know they have Duck Hunt for the Wii, right? You can use the Wii Motes to play. I did not realize that they released it on. Yeah, I may have to do that then. Yeah, that's what you should do. Yeah. So that, by the way, excellent pick because that unfortunately didn't make my top five, but it was a struggle, and uh. <laughs> And definitely defines the NES and def- uh, great pick, great pick. Yeah, um, Lewis actually uh, uh, sent in. He wasn't able to make it tonight. He's got a, a party, and um, he sent me his list. And his number five on his list is um, Ninja Gaiden. Um, uh, yeah, damn good game. I actually I, I didn't realize I don't have the first one. I have the second one, and I love the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that and talk about another game that's hard as hell that defines the the that era of gaming. So, um, yeah, Ninja Gaiden was a was a damn good game. Oh yeah. My number five and my number six, I had to go back and forth and back and forth on, and um, it, it does kill me that I had to cut the, the one game to number six. And we will do some honorable mentions here in a little bit. Um, but my number five on my list. Um, is Super C. Really? 
Contra, yeah, Contra is, I mean, everyone really thinks of Contra when they think of, you know, the Nintendo. But to me, Super C took everything that Contra did well and, like, ratcheted it up. Like, I think the gameplay is just, I like, I, I just like it better. I just love Super C better. But I think one of the other reasons is is those in-between levels, instead of doing the, the semi-first-person, you know, over-the-shoulder type thing that they were doing... Instead of going to a, a top-down view, I enjoyed that a lot more. Um, but like my brother and I, you know, we would play through Contra, but we we played the hell out of Super C. Um, Interesting. The the music, you know, they they took all the, the the music notes and stuff from the first one and like amped them up and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Super C had a sound chip. It had that uh, um, synthesized drum beat thing going. Yeah. And and like I said, everything everything I liked in Contra, um, they took and just amplified in, in Super C. And I just I, I remember the day I got it and was just ecstatic that I got it. So got it at uh Babbage's uh electronic oh. store if you remember those. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So but yeah, that was my that was my number five. So um all right, Chris, what is Ray's number number four? Ray also had an honorable mentions list, I should say. Okay. <laughs> also had a really hard time narrowing it down. Um, okay, so number four for him was Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. For him, it was uh, addictive. He shared codes with his friends. Something about damn flashing eyes. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that that was his number four. How many? Yeah, that that. How many times? I know that sounds funny. How many times did you did you uh, struggle at that game? You know, you get up to a certain point and then you can't get past somebody, and you go look in the Nintendo Power, and your friends are talking about, "No, this is what you have to do," and you know. And I think I made it to. There were like what three weight classes, and the the third weight class. I think I got two guys, maybe three guys in. Unless I put in the code, I never got to Tyson. I never could do it. Yeah, I never got to Tyson. And I, I've so, never put the code in to get to Tyson because I refuse to. So. <laughs> you, do, you just don't want to get your ass handed to you that bad? No, no. I, I want to I don't want to put a code in. I want to get to Tyson, but I can't. So, Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Cy, what's your number four? All right, we just talked about Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden, however you want to say it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have to say, my number four is going to be Ninja Gaiden 2. Uh, there you go. Because it was the same thing that you're talking about with the Super C. It was everything great about the first one took to the next level, uh, ramped up with better weapons, better graphics, better animation, better levels, you had uh, the ghost ninjas that you could use. Yep. Um, it had a really compelling story that kind of actually made sense, sort of. Yes, I loved the story in it. Yeah, and the villains, you know, Ashtar and Jackio or however you say his name. I don't know. We can't pronounce anything. We're talking about video games. Nobody knows how to pronounce jack shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ninja Gaiden 2, I beat that game uh, back in the day. I've actually beat the first two. I beat the third one on emulator later, but uh, um, just a, I think it was the best of that series, and just 100% really good. percent agree. Yeah, just a really great game. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. 
Laura, what's your number four? My number four was Duck Hunt. So and we've already kind of hit that. Uh, so, but that was great. my number four, you know, I mean. It's a great game. Just really fun. Simple, but great. It yep, is. absolutely. Did you prefer the ducks or the clays? Like, uh, oh, the ducks. Absolutely. Who cares yeah. about who cares about shooting clays? We want. <laughs> yeah, I always would switch over to the clay occasionally. Just like eh, now, I want to go back to the ducks. Yeah. Well, you didn't have the dog popping up with the clays, right? It was that was on. Yeah. Yeah. Why could we not shoot that dog? I mean, come on. I don't right? know. They should have made it because I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, humiliated dog laughing at you would slowly start turning to anger, anger. You know, I'm pretty sure that was like the first time I ever cussed, you know, was playing that game. I'm pretty sure. So, oh, oh, I wish you could. Did you ever ever cheat and put the gun right next to the screen? Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Especially as they started flying faster. It was like, damn dog, you're not going to laugh at me. Oh, wait. Did, did you ever try to control the ducks with the other control? With the wasn't there a way you could do that? Like with the I always heard that was possible, but I never thought it was true. I thought that was just a rumor. No, it, no, was it true. wasn't a rumor. You could actually do it. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Our brother yeah. and I would sit there for hours on that, just messing with each other, trying to make each other miss because the other one would control a duck and one was trying to use the zapper, and uh, spawned uh, <laughs> many, many, many arguments. Huh. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Wow, I wonder 30 the, years later, and I didn't realize that. That's awesome. If you get that on Wii, see if there's if it'll work on the Wii, if you can do that. Yeah, I'll have to okay. try it out. Yeah. That's awesome. What I was going to say was, uh, wasn't there a rumor that on um, Super Smash, on the newest version of Super Smash Brothers, they were going to bring out the dog or something so that you could actually beat the shit out of the dog? <laughs> I don't know that about that. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or like bring them out on everyone would have downloaded that one. Bring them out on Killer Instinct, you know. It's a, oh, <laughs> Say Wolf is actually the dog. He, he beats right, you. Chris, he does the laugh. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris H. What's your what's your number four? Well, we kinda of already hit on this one too. Um my number four was actually Contra. Uh where I did like nice. Super C. I did I really did enjoy Super C. Uh, I ended up going back to Contra a lot because it was a two-player game also. And that just seemed to be the game that we always went back to and always had wars on and always tried to see how fast we could complete it and so forth, with or without the code. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, geez, if you could complete it without the code, like, you're a boss. Yeah. Because <laughs> that game is brutal. That is really hard if you don't have the code, yeah. Yeah. Especially two-player, Jesus. I mean, you're... Stealing each other's lives and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that went on uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, player two, wait for me. No, wait. No, yeah. Oh, my. Yes. That that level where you're jumping up the waterfall yeah. and you're always yeah. like, come on, come on. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did you get spread? I'm already, I'm already staying that shit with my boys. <laughs> You said I could, I was get spread. Damn you! Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Lewis is on his list. He had Double Dragon for his number four. Nice, um, very nice. Yeah, Double Dragon is definitely an awesome game. I like I said, it's his list, so I'm not going to question it. Um, I always preferred the second one though, but Double Dragon just because you could play two players at the same time. I think that was the major thing to it. I. 
I would say I agree with Lou. Not really? necessarily, not in placement necessarily, but it's the better. Um, no, no, you're right. Devil Dragon Two is two player, and that's awesome. But there's something going on with that first Double Dragon. I don't know if it's the graphics, the music, the gameplay, something. But that first Double Dragon is so NES. That is, it's just, it's so like I don't know. I I think it's a better experience. Now, like I said, two player obviously better. Double Dragon Two, really cool and everything. But uh, yeah, I just think Double Dragon. Uh, on on the NES is just such a unique NES experience, and it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun, man. So. That it is. That it is. Um, my number four is, um, and I, I'm really now that I'm looking back on this, I, I'm I'm really kind of surprised I put it where I did. But then I keep thinking about the reasons I put it where I put it, and that is Mega Man Two. Ooh, nice. Mega Man, the first Mega Man was insanely hard, and until I I learned about the whole, uh, I, I could get all the way to Wily's Castle. It was just that one boss that you had to fight, where you unless you know about using Elect Man's weapon and like keep hitting pause or using the slow mo feature to get multiple hits, it was damn near impossible. But then Mega Man Two came out, and that's what really set like that was the bar that was set for all the other games that came after it. You had you know the. Um, was it the, the eight bosses instead of just six? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the fact that you know they kind of had a theme. That's when Rush, his dog, was introduced. But the music for that game, like I literally, <laughs> there was a short-lived podcast that I listened to, and it was done by a DJ. And he would go back and he would be doing these remixes of these classic game uh, music. And I still I have the music from. Uh, the, the mix that he did for Mega Man 2, and I still listen to it because it is flipping awesome. Um, the music on that game is awesome. The weapons on that game is awesome. I, I, I just love everything about that game. Yeah, Mega Man 2 is uh, that that's the one that made the series. That's the one that, uh, if it, you know, the first yeah. Mega Man was just way too hard. The second one was the, the best one. So, thank you for agreeing. All right, Cyrus, what is your uh, number three? Is it my turn? Okay. Uh, all right. My number three. I'm sorry. That's not, we, we have been going with we, – we've been going with Chris uh, first. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Since I asked you, go ahead. No, go to Chris, and then you can do me. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, all right, Chris. Uh, what is Ray's number three? Otherwise, that was going to bother me. Like, my OCD was going to kick in. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. My apologies. I will, I will make sure I stay on that. <laughs> Must stay in order. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Ray's number three um, is Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. the original one, and he put down that it was the one that started it all. <laughs> it was. So mm-hmm. there you go. So that was his number three. Mm-hmm. I, I know how to play this game. I, I have played this game. <laughs> well, I hope so. That's you it. Played... That's all I got <laughs> that I played. All righty then. I wish he was on there because uh, the question would be to ask, which one did you have? Did you have the one that had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt or Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and Track and Field? That's the one I actually had. Or the I one that the, was just Super Mario Brothers. No, I had the one with just Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know which one. Yeah. Good deal. All right, Cyrus, my apologies. Now, now, now you're number three, sir. Okay. My number three is also a number three. 
the probably the best number three of any game series ever. Eugene, I know you know which one this is. Super Mario Brothers three? No. Mm-hmm. Although that that one actually, I, I don't know. That would challenge it. Castlevania three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have some deep seated. Yeah. All right. So, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, changed Castlevania forever. Uh, obviously, it it was actually kind of a throwback to the original Castlevania, kind of forgetting Oh yeah, forgetting about Simon's Quest. But then it enhanced it by giving you multiple characters that you could acquire and multiple yep. paths you could take. So, yes, which was insane. Right. Graphically, it was really cool, especially the Japanese version. They actually took away some things from our version, which sucks. And the Japanese version had way better music also, which I don't understand why they screwed us on that, but whatever. Even saying that... I, that's crazy, because I love the music on 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even saying that, I loved the music, the graphics, everything about Castlevania 3. I rented that game... A thousand times. I don't know. Maybe not a thousand, but a lot. I rented it a lot of times. Uh, oh, renting video games. Oh. Yes. <laughs> loved Castlevania 3. Loved everything about it. Uh, you know, me and my friends, you know, would actually, this, you know, back when I was in, I don't know, who knows, I was young, I don't know, 10 years old, something like that. This game comes out and we're just like obsessing over Castlevania and drawing the characters and all kinds of stuff. And, just a really great uh, vampire hunting game. And obviously Castlevania 3 started Castlevania becoming this, you know, iconic franchise that took off from there. So, yeah, love that game. Do you remember the um, the code system for it? Yeah, yeah. The Was it Help Me you could put in and then... Get- no, 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 no. The, the code system for it was a grid... And it had um, it had like an axe. It had the a heart. It had like I think the water bottle, and there was something else. And you had to place those different icons in the in that uh, uh, four by four grid, and that's how you saved your stuff. Oh, that's right. I forgot. The about reason that. why I rem- the reason why I remember that is because I have my original copy of Castlevania three, and I have the original notes I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I have my original codes, dude. Wow. Yeah. That's just pure awesomeness. Yeah, after the show, I may have to, to pull up the camera and, and go grab it real quick and show you, because I'm like, wow, this is my handwriting from when I was, like, what you said, like maybe 10, I guess, like <laughs> writing down these codes for... <laughs> I, say, I, I don't so, think I started writing down codes until I hit the Super Nintendo age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was yeah, I was all about it, and I hated the fact that you know some of the games that had such the either had the really long codes or oh, the, I didn't really work. like the visual ones because I had to draw it out instead of just like writing a letter or a number or something. So, oh right? man, there were some of those games the code was like some ridiculously long ass freaking code. Oh, Metroid was that way. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. I'm like really, <laughs> like really you. Uh, yeah, how many how many little things do we need to really keep track of in this code? Yeah, I, I just need to know how far am I in the game and what do I have? So, <laughs> all right, Laura, what is your number three? Sorry, I was eating some ice cream. Um, <laughs> <You're okay. laughs> um, my number three was 
um, the RC Pro AM racing. Oh game. yeah, hell nice. yes. God, that was fun. Pro AM, whatever. Pro AM. My husband's like, it's AM, not AM. I'm like, sorry. All right. <laughs> but I loved that game. I don't know why. I'm like horrible at racing games. I'm horrible, even to this day, you know, because I'm holding the controller. If the car has to turn right, I'm turning my whole body right, you know, and left and, <laughs> and everything. I'm horrible at them. But that, I loved that game. And it was so stinking hard. Yes, it was hard. I so, always had a pro- I had a hard time steering in those games. I like, did too. I with the analog joystick, or you know, with the, the the pad, it was just yeah, it was hard. Well, once your car turns the opposite direction from you, like my left and right got really confused. I was like, yes, I agree one hundred percent with that. As you're like turning and going like. Oh. Down into the right, you're like, which way am I supposed to turn? So, yeah, and it would never fail. Like, I would be like, all right, I'm gonna win the race, and then all of a sudden, something would happen, and I'm like a third place. <laughs> right the yep. I'm like, no, you know, you'd spin out, or somebody hit you with one of the missiles, or something, or yes, <laughs> definitely a precursor to uh, what was to come with Super Mario uh, with uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Very true. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So, all right, uh, uh, other Chris, what what is your number? <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was actually RC Pro-Am as well. Oh, wow. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And we did not make our list together. No, right? not we even We had it on the phone and are just now as we're sitting beside each other looking at each other's list. So. Yeah, when she Man, made you're making- she's like, I don't know if I can come up with five. I was like, I can take up almost 20 off the top of my head. <laughs> Y'all, 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 are making, y'all are making me want to play that game, like, all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, man, I, like I even that. today, like, I pulled up a YouTube video and was watching somebody play it. I was like, oh, I love that game. It was such good memories. It was two-player, right? Or what, mm-hmm. it, Okay, I can't. There there was something similar to that that was four-player, but I don't remember what it was. Was it, was it the second one four-player? Maybe. Or off-road something. Oh, off road was yeah. Off road was definitely four player. Oh, man, I got to remember this because uh, that thing I'm buying's got the four players built in. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for the next guys' weekend for you to come down. Bring that. Oh, down. it's gonna be good. Hell yeah, dude! I can't wait. <laughs> All right, um, Lewis is number five. Uh, Lewis is number three, and once again, he went with the original. And I personally think the sequel is a better game. But this is hands down one of the hardest games ever made on the NES, and I've beat it. And that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, <laughs> oh, that made my top ten. Um, let me tell you, I own that game because it's based off of the arcade. We lost you for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the reason the the second one I think is a better game. Um. Because it's based off of the arcade game. But yeah, that game was so flipping hard. And the only reason I managed to beat it is um, this this and and the second Legend of Zelda game were where I f- was first introduced to the idea of grinding. Because I found one building right before you go to the Technodrome. There was one building that if you walked all the way through the building, you got this this like shield weapon that basically killed everything with one hit. And I took all four turtles 
and went through that building enough times that I uh, managed to get 99 of that weapon for all four turtles. So whenever I hit the Technodrome, I basically switched to that weapon and even, and it still took like, it's, I still ended up losing like two or three of the turtles to get all the way through it. But I managed to finally beat that damn game using that weapon and the scroll, right? Yeah. The scroll weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good strategy. Thank you. Like, I, I don't know why, like I said, I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm just like, wow, this kills almost everything. I wonder if I can get enough of them that I can actually beat the game. And so, I mean, like you play, you know, about an hour to get to that point in the game. And then you spent another hour grinding, trying to get enough of this weapon. And then you tackle the Technodrome and pray to God you actually make it. <laughs> so that game, that game is so notorious for those little squares where it looks like a jump, but it's not a jump. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> you sit there for hours. How do I get past this? And then you just walk across. Exactly. And I know you're not, I don't think you're a huge fan of the guy. I, I used to be kind of a fan of his and then it's kind of whatever. The guy who does Santa Massacre, uh, the angry video game nerd. Yeah. Um, later on, some of his stuff I'm not so fond of, but one of his original videos when he was talking about that game was so spot on because everyone felt the exact same way. You're like, how do I get past it? I walk. You just walk. You don't, you, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ray. See, I've never been a controller thrower, but that's what got me really close to it. <laughs> um, my number three game um, is a game that I, I love to this day and actually really kind of defined a, a genre that I still love. I still love anything that kind of falls into this. And it's funny because it it kind of goes along with your number three because you put the two names together and it's kind of a, an entire genre, and that is Metroid. Oh yeah, uh, Metroidvania games, as they're kind of lovingly referred to now. Um, yeah, just the the music on that game is so iconic. Um, but you know, it, it that game was mad. Unless you basically like stepped and shot every single thing on that screen, every single block, everything on there, tried to use bombs and everything else. Unless you did that on every square inch of that game, there was no way you were going to find all the hidden secrets unless you used like a Nintendo power. It just wasn't going to happen because yeah. that game was so chock full of stuff. And even then, I still don't think it was that easy to beat Mother Brain, even if you were pretty much fully powered. I mean, if you were fully powered, you had a decent chance. But if you didn't get like fairly well leveled up, when you got to the end there, it wasn't happening. You, you're not going to beat her. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you on that. That was definitely one of the harder games I played there for a while. Yeah. All right, uh, all right, Chris. What is what's Ray's number two? Ray's number two is The Legend of Zelda. Nice. There you go. He says nice. it's a great game, a great gameplay, and open world secrets are fun to find. Making it to map two after beating the game. Oh, yeah, the original Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Wow, what you know? Talk about a game that uh, you know, it, unlike anything else that had, that had come before it, and completely changed game forever. I mean, how many Zelda clones are there? How many, you know, how many games oh. try to be Zelda that are not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Zelda baffled me as a kid because the idea of it being open world is like, because, you know, you're used to, okay, you go to level one, then you go to level two, then, you know, you keep going. And the idea that, wait, I don't, 
I don't immediately have to go to the next castle. I can like just like look around and find stuff. Like that was that was incredible to me. Yeah. So what's funny? <laughs> what's funny is I remember playing it in. Um, Oh geez, I would have been element. Yeah, it still would have been elementary school. Uh, and uh, when I got to middle school, though, the um, and I'm friends with them on Facebook. Um, the uh, band director and uh, theater teacher at Nolan um, had a Nintendo, and they loved The Legend of Zelda. Like they would talk to us about it in class. It was awesome. <laughs> wow! So that was such a good game. Uh, Cyrus, what is your number two? Well, I should mention that Zelda's actually not going to be in my top five. Um, wow. I know. And the <laughs> reason the reason for that is because of what I said that my criteria was. Uh, and let me explain, okay? Um, I didn't have the original Legend of Zelda until much later. Really? Okay. Everybody else had it. Like, every time I would go to a friend's house, they had it. And nobody would let me play it. Like, <laughs> I could only watch them play it. And and once you've seen people playing into the game really far, it kind of takes away the desire to go play the game yourself, like go find a copy because you've already kind of had it spoiled for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't play the original Legend of Zelda until later. I did play Zelda 2, but um, the original Legend of Zelda didn't, I didn't have that experience for me until later. So that's why it's not in my list. So that's, you know, not taken away from the significance. I'm just saying that's why. Gotcha. My top two are kind of going to be kind of vanilla picks because they're just the top two NES games that I associate NES with. Uh, One of which, uh, well, both have been mentioned already, but I'll I'll just go. My number two is Contra. uh, Nice. Because everybody played freaking Contra. Everybody. Everybody, everybody traded for Contra or traded Contra, right? Everybody knew the Thirty Lives code. It's fucking on T-shirts, you know. It's it's very well. I mean, everybody knows this. This is deeply it's probably one of the more iconic codes of gaming. Oh, there's not a more iconic code, right? I mean, right. It's the code. It's the code. If there is exactly, yeah, right. So <laughs> you could not argue. And I, I can't imagine anybody that could say that Contra was not uh, integral to what the identity of the NES is. Like, you see Contra come up on the screen, nobody gives a shit about the arcade version of Contra. The arcade version no, of Contra. absolutely not. Right. That version of Contra is bullshit. The real, <laughs> the real Contra is the NES Contra. Right? Right. Very so, true. So, I, how, many, how many times have you beat Contra? Do you even remember? Like, you yeah. had to. We put thirty lives code in, but how many times have you beat it? I mean, I couldn't even tell you because I beat it with everybody. Every time somebody would come over, we fired up the thirty lives code, and we went at it. Yep. And I, 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 I'd have to say a, a very large. If you were to pie graph out the time spent playing on my old NES, a very large colored section of that pie is going to be Contra. <laughs> so it is number two. Nice. Very good. All right, Laura, what is your number two? All right, my number two was just the Super Mario Brothers. That was just my number two. Yeah, um, and just basically, uh, 
I was an only child, so I only had my dad to play with. And so, like, I can remember great times of just mostly great times of him and I playing that, except, you know, he would always be Mario. And I would be Luigi. And I guess as a kid, I don't know, I was just bet learning it. I played it more, you know, and I would be, I loved playing and it would be my turn and I'd be like getting ahead of him in the world and I'd go to jump over a big opening and he would pause it on me. (laughs) (laughs) Mario, he could pause it. And so as soon as he unpaused it, you didn't finish your jump. You fell right where you were. So I can recall, um, you know, several times of breaking into the tears and crying to my mom that dad was, my dad was cheating in the game because I was, and he would be like, oh, I accidentally just hit it. I, it wasn't, mm. you know, like, thanks, dad. They're just, you All right, know, let's get your, let's, let's get your dad on, on the phone here. Let's get, yeah, no, right. <laughs> we got to sell some scores here. Oh yeah. I may still be a little bit bitter about that one. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so to this day now, like if I if like because we've played it on the Wii and stuff before, I'm like I'm not any I'm I'm always Mario now. I'm always Mario. If you play that, I'm like I'm not Luigi. No, 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 no. Nice. Wow. It's funny how people will. Some people will latch on to Luigi and identify with him because they'll be like, I kind of feel like Luigi. I'm like the second, you know, tier, and nobody wants to pick me in gym class or whatever and so i kind of identify more with luigi and then some people are like fuck you i'm mario you're luigi bitch nobody i will never be luigi again you sons of bitches. Oh, yeah i was i was always mario and like even Asai knows this even like in but i mean it, i don't know i just always preferred mario like even playing super mario brothers 2 you know princess could hover luigi could jump further Mario basically was just, you know, run the, you know, run of the mill, but I, I just always preferred Mario. I don't know what it was. So there's actually a shirt I've seen that says Luigi is for little brothers. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> hard. <laughs> well, Mario's yeah. the star, you know, he's, yeah. he's, yeah, it's called Super Mario Brothers. Not Now remember, Cyrus, technically Mario is their last name. No, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> Mario, Mario, oh, here we go with the movie. <laughs> Let me kind of sidetrack. Does anybody remember like the live show of the Mario Brothers? Captain uh, Lou Albano or whatever? Yes. I, I don't know. Just I remember that. They kind Sweet of portrayed, I think, Luigi as kind of an idiot at that point. Anyway, you know, I don't know. I just remember having VHS tapes of Mario Brothers and they like they went downstairs and they were in a basement or something, you yeah. know. And the Super Mario Brothers so Super Show. That was a long time ago. Hey, hey, Mario! I'm thinking about making a pizza. A pizza, <laughs> you know. Here we go. That just vaguely popped into my head. Like I have very vague recollections of that show. But yes. yeah, now we know what she's gonna be doing after this show. She's gonna be looking it up on YouTube. Like, oh man. Didn't didn't like didn't they put like the sound effects in the in it like to where yes. was, yeah they did. <laughs> that's hilarious yeah wait till, the, wait till the opening song comes on that'll get stuck in your head <laughs> all right Chris H what's your what's your number two well all right so my number two actually opened up a whole new world for me. Um, yeah, so there, there's a little bit of a story behind my number two. All right, so my number two is actually 
the original Zelda. Okay. And the, re- and the reason behind that, um, I when I first saw Zelda, I didn't like it. I didn't understand the concept of it. I was like, what are you doing? Because I was very much into Mario Brothers, very much into Contra. And it was just that style of gameplay. That's all I knew. I was like, okay, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. What in the world are you doing? Yeah. I didn't understand why they weren't going to this. They weren't, you know, going in order. They could just do whatever they wanted. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Until I actually sat down and played it. And after about, I don't know, I think it was maybe 10 minutes or so, I was hooked. And after that, anything that was open world or that I could get my hands on that had any type of like a role play or a story behind it and was ungodly long, like leading into the Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ended up being my main genre. I had the same feeling the first time I saw Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah, you see this game that doesn't look like anything else you've seen, and people are playing it in a way you've never seen people play, and it was off-putting. You're like, whoa, what? Yeah. It, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. Nice. Um Let's see here. Lewis's number two is Super Mario Brothers three. Um, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I have thoughts on this. I will get to it in just a minute. Um, <laughs> not not to foreshadow here too much. Yeah, hint, 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 nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, yeah, his number two. His number two is, is Super Mario Brothers three. Um, my number two is uh, The Legend of Zelda. It kills me right now that um, I have sat down twice and gotten about halfway through the game and um, saved the game, you know, uh, uh, hit save, you know, it takes you back to the the home screen, looked, my dad is there, I have held down the reset button and hit power, and it it corrupts the game. The... Uh, battery inside of it is just it's 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 got enough charge that it can hold very little data, but that's it. It cannot hold. It just cannot seem to keep up with, you know, getting through about the first four dungeons. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons I'm looking for trying to get an NES Classic. Um, I mean, I've already looked up. I can I can get the screwdriver and I can get the battery, and I've got the I've got the talent to be able to change the battery in it. Um, it's just like, do I want to spend that money or do I, do I really want one of these NES classics? And the answer is I really want one of these NES classics. <laughs> right. You got to spend the money anyway. So. Well, because I mean, my brother said he's put a little money into our NES. I don't know exactly what he did because I'm literally back down to blowing in the carts to get them to work. Like I'm having flashbacks like you would not believe. And then, but at least the controllers used to work 100%. Now, like, sometimes I have to unplug the controller and plug it back in for it to, to pick up correctly. And I'm just like, you know, it's an old system. I, it's 30 years old. And the fact that it even still works is, as well as it does is miraculous. But, you know, it's just it's showing its age. So, you know. So every time you say Rudy put money into it, I imagine he's, like, put, like, a spoiler on the back and, like, <laughs> <laughs> flames on the side, you know. And, you know. My console. <laughs> it's, it goes faster now, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A spoiler. That's hilarious. <laughs> Got some rims going, you know. Yeah, there hmm. you go. Uh, all right. So that's uh, that, that was my number two. 
Um, all right. So the number one on the list, the final one, at least in the official list. And then, of course, we can go through some you know, honorable mentions, as it were. Um, what is Ray's number one game? Mega Man 2. Wow! wow. Mega Man 2. He said, this is what he wrote down. He says, as close to perfection as NES can get, challenging, fun, unlockable weapons, bosses, and I guess he played a lot with his buddies when they had sleepovers when they were kids. So I think it could be nostalgia, too. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, if he played it a lot whenever, like, because nostalgia plays a huge, a huge part in mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. I don't think anybody disputes, though, that Mega Man 2 is the best Mega Man, and it's amazing. So, yeah, I, I can't disagree with him. I loved 3, but and I love the fact at the end of 3, you got to go back and beat the, the bosses from 2 again, which I, I loved that. I actually prefer 3. But, <laughs> but yeah, 2 is just... Two to me, I, part of it's the music. The music in that game and the bosses. Because, I mean, once you got Metal Man's weapon, you were yeah, – you, you could ball up that game pretty quick. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Cyrus, uh, what is your number one NES game? Well, I said it wouldn't be sexy, and it's not. And it couldn't be more obvious. What I, I mean, what is the one game that is synonymous with the word Nintendo? Like Fester's Quest. <laughs> wow. A boy in his blob. No. It has, <laughs> it has to be the original Super Mario Brothers. There can't be I understand you have a different opinion on this, Eugene, and other people do too, and that's fine. But for me, when I see Super Mario Brothers, immediately I mean there is no <laughs> distinction in my mind between that and the NES. The Super Mario Brothers uh I mean, it came with the Nintendo, you know? Uh, everybody has played it a billion times. Everybody knows the theme songs. Um, it's it's the reason that we even know who Mario is. So, yeah, just fun as hell, secrets, uh, hidden paths, uh, just really, for the time, really good graphics, you know? See, the thing is, a lot of people forget Super Mario was the big Mario. Regular Mario is the little Mario. It's not the other way around. A lot of people kind of think Mario shrinks. No, Mario gets big. Mario was little Mario in Mario Brothers and in Donkey Kong. He gets big when he eats the mushroom. So we kind of think of the big Mario as Mario, but that's Super Mario. That's the big, you know, that's like Super Pac-Man. He's right, yeah. He's become huge. And I can remember when I first played Super Mario Brothers and when I got the mushroom and he turned big, feeling like, holy shit! <laughs> like, and then you get the flower and you're shooting fireballs and it's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know? Uh, yeah, and then he can climb the vines and go up into the sky and shit. And it's just a fantastic experience. And, and obviously... You know, I mean, it's the it is Nintendo. So Super Mario Brothers for me, it's number one. Yeah, of the games that we've been playing on the original NES, uh, my boys keep going back to the original Super Mario Brothers, um, and they already know the music uh, because um, I, I know you saw where um, um, Reggie was on 
on uh, Fallon the other night and introduced, oh, yeah. uh, which by the way, I had no interest in Super Mario Brothers Run until I saw it played and I thought, damn, I'm going to have to get Super Mario Brothers Run because that looks <laughs> fun as hell. Um, but there was another video that they put out and it's uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. We lost you again. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the other video that they put out is Shigeru Miyamoto playing uh, the Super Mario Brothers thing with the roots. Yeah. And, and I played that for my boys, and I'm like, you know what that is? And they're like, it's the video game. I'm like, yeah, it is. So they already, it's already ingrained in them. So, you know, getting, getting good parenting points there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I, I can't argue. I can't argue with that. It's, yeah. Because my my experience with Super Mario Brothers, I did not want an NES. I had an Atari twenty six hundred, and I was fine. And my brother wanted an NES, and Lewis wanted an NES. And that Christmas, we got an NES, but we also got the game that I really wanted was uh, Ghostbusters on the Atari. So you know, presents were done. I went in my bedroom and popped in Ghostbusters and started playing it. My brother and my dad went to kind of our playroom or whatever and hooked up the Nintendo. And after I played Ghostbusters for a little while and got bored of it because it's a pretty crappy game, I thought, let me go see what this other thing is. And then I walked in there and I sat down and played Super Mario Brothers, and that's it. I was done. Like, I maybe went back to my Atari four or five times. That was it. I was hooked on the Nintendo. So, (laughs) but yeah. But that also has probably got a lot to do with your your thing with Ghostbusters too, because you're like, you know, you feel this personal ownership of like you wanted Ghostbusters when nobody else did. And damn it, you were going to get Ghostbusters. And, you know, <laughs> I understand. I, I was happy with the Atari. Like, yeah. um, I remember I kind of resented the Nintendo at first because I would go, we would go to the arcade and we were playing a uh, rampage. We were really into rampage. And you know we'd go to the we'd go to the, the the toy store and we'd be like, hey, you know, are they, you know, is there rampage on the Atari? He's like, no, but they're releasing it on the Nintendo. And we're like, man, I don't have that system. That's that's a bunch of money and that's stupid, man. Why aren't they why aren't they putting it on the Atari the one that I I've got? So there was a little bit of that too. Yeah, I understand. So, all right, Laura, what is your number one NES game? All right, I'm going to pass to Chris because we have the same what? one. We do? We have the same <laughs> wow, one. really? And since I took wow. the RC car, I'm going to let him do no, this no, one. No, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah, go ahead. It's all right. All right, so my number one would have to be Super Mario Bros. 3. Yes! So I, uh... That game sucked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh... So when the NES first came out, um, of course I got into Mario Brothers, and after I figured out how to play the game, I got really, really good at it, and then moved on to Mario Brothers Two, and that was a little bit different. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I'm like, why, why is the princess able to float through the sky? That's kind of strange, but it, it kind of grew on me. And then Mario Three came out, and you could fly yeah. with a raccoon suit, and I went, huh? I was okay. Well, then it turned into since my brother and I were beating almost every game my parents could rent from the video store and um, it would come down to Mario games. My mom was really, really addicted to the Mario Brother series. So when it came to three, she would keep us up till two, three o'clock in the morning, sometimes on school nights, because she wanted to see the next level. So I remember 
Well, mom, can I go to bed now? No, I want to go do the next level. Do the next level. I'm like, are you, are you sure? I'm like, I, st- I have school tomorrow. You'll be fine. Just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go again, down to the next level and so forth. So, You know, we had that experience. It wasn't on the Nintendo, though, and it's going to really make me sound old. It was on the Intellivision. We wow. Had, wow. Yeah, we had that experience with the Night Stalker. Okay. Um, I know, it's kind of random. But, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. It's funny when <laughs> your mom's like, no, keep playing. And you're, and you're like, but now playing a game has not – I'm supposed to have fun doing this. And now <laughs> – Yeah. I get, I get you. Finish. My closest to that, my closest to that would have been um, I'd stay up playing uh, – we, we'd start playing um, Yoshi's Cookie. And my brother and I would pass out on the couch and wake up, and my mom is still playing it. Wow. Oh, wow. She was good at it, too. Nice. Yeah. She loved she loved Tetris, and then Yoshi's Cookie just, like, really blew her mind. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun with that. Sweet. Uh, Laura, is there anything you want to add about Super Mario Brothers 3? No. I mean, I just – I liked it because I kind of think, like, one was really great, and then – I don't know what happened with two. I, I two just like fell off for some reason. I I don't know if well, it's. We could kind of go into that if you want. I was going to say because <laughs> technically it wasn't a Mario Brothers game. Like Super Mario, if you if you yeah. played Super Mario Brother uh, Mario All Star on the Super Nintendo, the actual Japanese Super Mario Brothers two was looked a lot like the first one, but it was hard as hell. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo didn't think American audiences would be into it. So they basically took this other game called, was it Doki Doki Panic, I think is what it's called? Uh, and basically game. rebranded it for Mario, yeah. which is why it it's so jarring to, you know, being in a Mario game. Oh, see, now I had no idea about that. Okay. Yep. So so. That's why it sucked. <laughs> Hang on. I don't know if I go that far. But You're gonna start a war. Somebody from YouTube will do a response video to you now. <laughs> sorry, sorry, people. Sorry. So well, Laura thinks Super Mario Brothers Two suck. <laughs> what he didn't tell you is that size doing the response. Video. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think part about two. I, I don't know. I remember just digging in the sand, like you could. You know, build the tunnels mm-hmm. in the sand and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I don't know. I just wasn't. And then three came out, and it was just like mind blown. Like, yeah, like three was great. This is awesome. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, Lewis's number one, and there, I I had no question about this. It's his. It's his favorite game of all time. It, it may be his favorite game all time ever of any console. Like it doesn't matter, Xbox, PlayStation, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. His all time favorite game, I think, of all time is Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and he was okay. good at it. Um, nice. like I said, I never could get to Tyson, and I think I think Lou could get to Tyson and and actually beat him. Or draw, or whatever it was that the closest thing you could get to beating him. <laughs> um, it was still difficult for him, but yeah, he he had that coordination and that rhythm that he was able to he was able to play it. So, 
I don't know if he could. So yeah, whenever I don't know if he could pull that off. Sorry, nowadays, you know, all them years. No, I don't know if he can still do it now. But, years, uh, years of binge drinking will do that, you know. <laughs> I was gonna say just years, dude. Like I'm, I'm going back and playing some of these games with my boys, and I'm like, God, I used to be better at this. So yeah. although I'm still not too bad, I'm uh, my my youngest is already figuring out uh, playing Super Mario Brothers with Daddy is boring because. Um, I used to be able to go through that game like in t- like three times in a row without dying, without losing a single life. So no one wanted to play with me because I'd beat it three times in a row before they ever got to their turn again. Um, I can't quite do that still, but I can still get pretty far before I die. And they're like, Daddy, when's it my turn? I'm like, hold on. I'm almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, my number we've one. We've been in that position where we had to watch somebody play, and it was—it's it's awful watching someone else play. Yes, yeah, it sucks. Which is another reason why this is my number one uh, game. Um, I understand. I, I completely understand why you put the original Super Mario Brothers as your number one. There have been a lot of video game. Uh, there have been a lot of video games based on movies, and there's—we've even gotten to the point where we're making movies based off of video games. But this is the only game that's ever had a movie to announce a fucking video game. (laughs) (laughs) And that was Super Mario Brothers 3. Everyone lost their mind when they watched The Wizard and they got to the end of that movie and they showed off Super Mario Brothers 3 for the first time. I Yeah, people went to the movie just to see it. Just to see Exactly. That's how crazy it was. But I mean that game. That game is basically the the genesis of what is the. If you're not going to count the the 3D stuff, the you know the the the, the three dimensional stuff, the the modern Super Mario Brothers games. It, that's where that's where it is. The multiple suits. The fact that you had specific suits for certain things, like uh, the Hammer Brothers suit, the the um, the Tanuki suit, the 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 boot. The uh, I can't remember the name. The the boot that you could get in and jump around. Mm-hmm. It just like I, I loved that game, and that weekend, and I've I've talked about this on the show before. The weekend that that came out was so phenomenal to me. We talked about it on the episode where we were we were we were talking about like waiting in lines and stuff. We waited in line all day at the mall for that game, and when it finally came in, they got three copies. The guy behind the counter took one. Some other random guy got one, and we got one. Like we waited for four hours, and my mom was like, "I was like, Mom, we've waited for four hours. Thank you for waiting." I think we should go home. But I couldn't even finish the sentence. She's like, oh, no, we're getting this game. We've waited this long. We're getting a damn game. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but I, I love that game to this day. And, and going back to what I was saying, um, you know, playing, my boys will say, hey, let's play Super Mario Brothers and put it in. And I know they're going to have to wait. Unless I purposely die, they're going to have to wait. That's one of the things I loved about that game because even if you had someone that was a lot better, they still only got to play one level at a time so, and, and you progressed together and you could, mm-hmm. you know, if someone needed help, you could tackle that level and they could, you know, take the next one or whatever. So I, I, it was just so well designed. It, it still plays great. I, I just love super Mario brothers three. Yeah. All right. Real quick. Let's go through a couple of quick honorable mentions. Um, my number six that I had a hard time, I almost put it on there, and it almost went above Super C, uh, is um, – this is the one that I was really like, oh, I don't know. Um, Castlevania Two, Dracula's Curse. No, that's Simon's Quest. 
Simon's Quest. I'm sorry, yeah, Simon's Quest. Um, How dare the you? The reason, <laughs> screw you. Um, the reason why I love that game so much, and I understand everything you said about Castlevania Three Side. The reason why I like that one so much, uh, number one, I love the music in it. But to me, that's where the other kind of where Castlevania started to branch off, and that's to me that's the genesis of what we got like um, Symphony of the Night from. Because that's when we started going through and you actually had to, you know, start collecting items. You yeah. had to start, um, um, uh, you know, getting different items to open up different areas of, you know, uh, uh, the levels and stuff. Um, now, granted, it drove me insane that, you know, I, this was also the first time that I I learned that, you know, characters in a video game would lie to you because they're like, oh, hey, go do this. And you're like, well, how do I do that? And it was just the programmers just put in some random thing for you to do that you couldn't actually do it to drive you insane. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I loved Castlevania two. still love Castlevania two. I understand it's generally hated by most people in the castle, you know, of the Castlevania series, but I love it. it I, I can't help it. So, but I love three too. And I still like the first one as well. All right. So what are some of your honorable mentions? Uh, I'm just going to go through them fast and they're not in any order. Cause I just want to mention some that hadn't been mentioned already. Uh, okay. So Final Fantasy, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, Dragon Warrior, another great one. Oh, yeah. Gauntlet. Oh, oh, yeah. Metal Gear and Blaster Master. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Blaster Master would have been in my top ten. Yeah, Blaster those, Master would have been in my top ten. All of these games are games that you associate. I mean, there's no question. That's Nintendo. That's NES. You know, there. You know, you don't think of well, what about the other version? No, you think about the NES version. Yep. So. Absolutely. Um, Chris, what what, what would raise uh, other ones that he he had listed? Okay, so these aren't in any particular order. Uh, Super Mario Brothers two and three. Contra, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Battle there you go. Uh, Battle Toads, oh, yeah. and Smash TV. Oh, Smash TV, yeah. I forgot Smash TV was on the NES. I, that was a Super Nintendo game for me. That was... Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, but I'm... Yeah, classic. Yep, awesome. <laughs> Laura, did, uh, did, did you or, or uh, Chris have any other extra ones y'all wanted to throw in there? Um... I liked uh, Kirby's Adventure. Oh, hell yeah. I remember yeah. playing that. I remember playing <laughs> DuckTales. Oh, <laughs> yes. That is a great game. Oh, my gosh. Like, I loved that game. And I loved it because I guess I was probably watching the cartoon out at that point, too, you know. And so I loved yeah. that. So, And then um, I enjoyed Donkey Kong, too. Those were oh, three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Donkey Kong on Nintendo was great. You know, definitely remember playing, um, as well as, you know, the top five. So those were three that I could think of. Did you ever play the Chip and Dale games? Those were great. Oh, yeah. I think I had a friend that had that, but I don't think, I, I don't remember much of it. So I must, you know, I know I didn't have it. I had the DuckTales game. So... Yeah, the nice thing about that. that is it was two players at the same time. Yeah. Except for whenever, except for when one person wanted to pick up the other one and throw them, that was, 
Oh. <laughs> oh, that would start some fights there, too. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I have one more, but I can wait. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What were you? All right. So the games I had on mine, um, a couple of them have already been mentioned, but there's one that has not been mentioned yet, and I'll get to that one in a second. So uh, Final Fantasy, obviously, I said my diamonds already been mentioned. Also, yeah. Bomberman was another one. Which um, one? Oh, Bomberman! Hell yeah! Bomberman. Then you had Blaster Master, and then uh, the one that hadn't been mentioned by anybody yet was Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> I, I put that I one can on there. play through it. I can never fucking land on the aircraft carrier. I always fucking crash. And that's why I put it on there. So awesome. When, awesome. Uh, when I got the Nintendo, um, we actually got Top Gun with it because uh, my dad. When I was when I was really young and so forth, I always wanted to be a, a pilot and so forth. And my dad knew this, and he saw that the game. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to go ahead and get this and see how he does." So. I kid you not, the very first mission I flew on and so forth, get down to go to land on the aircraft carrier, I landed on the aircraft carrier. No way. Made my dad so mad, he got up and walked out <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Awesome. Awesome. I could see my dad doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. You said you had one more side. Oh yeah, I just I want I forgot. I don't know why I forgot, but Excite Bike. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I mean, how many how many hours did you waste making little little uh, race tracks for that thing? You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know why I forgot about it. it just slipped my mind. Tecmo Bowl also. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm done now. I don't have any. <laughs> Well, real quick here. So here's how the standing looks. Uh, number one is far and away settled, and that is our number one game is Super Mario Brothers 3 with 19 points. We have a tie for number two, though, um, between The Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Brothers. Hmm. Wow. At 12 points. And then from there, we have a... Another tie. So for the number four slash uh, five spot, it's a tie between Mega Man 2 and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out at seven <laughs> points. Nice. So should we decide between it, or should we just leave it like it is? I think uh, this is too stressful for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've already lost enough. You just don't make me do this. <laughs> This y- y'all understand. This is like uh, this is the equivalent of Sof- Sophie's Choice for Cyrus. So just because <laughs> he yeah. always goes at the mindset of, well, I have to pick one, and the other one, quote unquote, goes in the fire. So there, there's a there's a there's a uh, an imaginary furnace in my head that the other ones go into, and I'm I see it happening. Like just knowing which ones are in and which ones tied, I see like Batman. I'm I'm imagining you know the the metal door creaks open <laughs> and then goes the cartridge. Oh, so morbid. All right. <laughs> so with that, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans for the week. Would anyone like to go first? Uh, I, I'll go. Um, All right, Cyrus, what is your pick or pan for the week? Well, you know, we had been talking about trying to find these NES classics. Uh, so, my pan is how difficult it is to find the damn NES classic. Holy Please. shit. Yep. Uh, and my pick is going to be uh, a, a system that's called the um, um, 
Retrobit ABS. Retrobit ABS. Yeah, it's a it's a HDMI Nintendo that's not an emulator. It's a, what it's it's a different way of doing things. It's called the FPGA, which is I'm not going to get into it. It's a bunch of technical crap, but basically the hardware inside of it simulates a real Nintendo. It's not an emulator, so it basically runs just like a real Nintendo. Um, and it's got four-player built-in HDMI output and built-in Game Genie and some other stuff too. And I'm ordering one and uh, hopefully have it pretty soon. But uh, I've done a lot of research and read about and talked to other people that have it, and uh, it's supposed to be really cool. Only problem is it's kind of expensive. So if you're looking for a NES Classic and you're wanting to do something a little more expensive, get a hold of me. I might be able to give you point you in the right direction. So. Very cool. Very, very cool. And what was uh, it called again? Uh, it's the Retrobit AVS. All right. Yeah, I'll. I'll yeah, we, we can talk. Um, Chris, what is your uh, picker pan for the week? Okay. Um, it finally snowed here, which is a big deal Yay. because I love winter, and I have like the opposite of seasonal affective disorder, where people get upset that it's not sunny enough and that they want summer. If there's if if we've had a really mild winter, it it makes me sad. I need really cold blizzards and just you go outside and your nostrils freeze together as soon as you breathe in and that's what I need. So it's snowing and it's supposed to snow for like the next two weeks, so I'm very happy. And yeah, Quinny had a hockey game today and he's doing so much better. He's he can't stop and he can't skate backwards and he runs into the boards and he uses other children to stop, but he <laughs> is doing a lot better. <laughs> and he's got the puck a few times and he's uh so it's just cute to watch him and I, I like cheering for him and his team and they won today. And uh so that's it's just cute to uh to watch a bunch of seven and eight eight year olds, you know, skate around the ice and run into each other and have fun. Nice. Well, that's it. Good deal. Laura, do you have a picker pan for the week? Um, my pan is just kind of like what y'all have already talked about with the NES, trying to find it. I can't imagine Nintendo didn't realize that this was going to be as popular as it was. I can't imagine them in all their infinite wisdom not knowing this. So... You know, like I was at Temple Target this morning at, you know, 7.30, waiting for doors to open, standing out in the cold, like hoping that they got some, according to the website, got some in stock only to wait around and, oh, no, didn't happen. So, you know, I don't know where I'll end up tomorrow morning if I end up anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who knows? Maybe it'll be like Harker Heights or something a little closer than temple or anything i mean just but you know this i mean the people i'm standing in line with i mean are pretty cool so that's that's kind of that's kind of nice so yeah you know and then i'm just i'm so glad that we have one week of school there's my i'm just so glad we're almost at christmas break thank you god hey laura if if you're standing out in the cold and you'd like to have your blood boil a little bit Pull up Walmart's website on your phone and look up the NES Classic on Walmart's website. They're gouging on their website. That doesn't Are you serious? Look at the price. 
it's over two hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Like they're not even going for like the original is not even going that much. Like if you were to eBay one, that's what I think gets me. You know, more than anything, too is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can buy, uh, like what I just bought, which is one hundred and eighty dollars, and uh, then I'm I have a flash card that has all the games on it, and you're gonna pay what they're trying to charge, you know, on eBay or whatever for for this NES Classic, and I'm like. It's ridiculous. How can Walmart do that? I don't understand that. Walmart's a very greedy corporate bastards. I don't. I I thought it was illegal, but I guess not, right? Well, I'm sure it's a special pack that comes with something else. Oh, it's not. I'm going there right now. I'm oh, then that's bullshit. <laughs> Way to try to give them the benefit of the doubt there. Good job. I just pulled it up. It's $264.99 on Walmart. Yep, website. that's what I'm looking at right Jeez. now. I'm like, are you kidding? The controller is $64.95. What? No shit. So is ridiculous. you just type in the NES Classic in their at their website, yep. and that's what it comes up as? Yep. Yeah. I did that with, with the Canadian one, and it didn't do that. It says that it's 70... Now, mind you, this is in Canadian dollars. Um, <laughs> it's different. 79.96. Is that how much it's supposed to go yeah. for? Well, that's regular. So that's just trying to screw us here, then. Yeah, this is just America. You're getting it at the regular price. Oh, it's out of stock, but... Well, yeah. that's why it's regular price. Like, yeah, like actually, they get one and they'll drop it up. They'll, they'll bump it up to three sixty. So yeah, yeah. Walmart's like, oh yeah, we got it, but uh, you know, two hundred sixty-five bucks. Yeah, that's right. Two hundred and sixty-five bucks. How can they do that, man? That's how much is a PlayStation and, and Xbox selling for right now? Three hundred. Oh, PS two. I mean, a PS four Slim is two two fifty right now. Jesus. Oh, that's ridiculous. It's, uh, yeah, completely ridiculous. Completely. And you can buy a PS4 controller cheaper than the NES Classic controller. Oh, my God. Jeez. Chris H., do you have a, a pick or pan for the week? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, so, pan is definitely going to have to be, here we are at 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't get many days I can sleep in. <laughs> and here's a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, Laura, come around the bed, bounce up and down, going, hey, come on, get up. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Here I am, barely awake. What are you talking about? We got to go. We got to drive the temple. Why? He goes, we're going to get an NES. What? We're going to drive the temple. What time is it? So, yeah. So, getting up at interesting, interesting hours of the morning to go track down an NES, I can only imagine... Uh, what my parents were like back when I was a kid, and then going out trying to find NES. I wanted to call them today to find out if they went through the, a similar situation where they sit out there and they, you know, uh, stalked stores to try to get the original NES when it first came out. I don't know, but I felt like calling them to see if they went through the same thing that we're going through. Yeah, but back in the day, they didn't have the wonderful tool of the internet to tell you what stores. That's why you had to go stock should stores. Should likely have them in stock. That's why yeah, you had to go stock the stores. But uh, yep. but no, my pick is uh, definitely gonna have to be a show or a series called Westworld. Oh hell yeah! That that is just 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a very interesting show. Oh, interesting. Well, spoiler alert. Jeez. Now I don't well, know. I'm not going to go any more than that. I'm not going to go any more than that. Because I can go way too far with the show. But I'm not going to for those who haven't seen it yet. But I highly recommend sitting down watching this. Binge it, whatever the case may be. Because it, uh, it is very interesting. Very cool. Not kid-friendly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard. Um <laughs> my my pan for the week is definitely the whole gonna lump on here to the whole NES classic thing. Um my pan for the week is kind of just the opposite, and that is uh if you have not watched it already, go watch uh Reggie Fizeme Fizeme, uh, the president of Nintendo America on Jimmy Fallon. Um I'm with Cy. I'm sure Fallon knew about more than he let on, but his reactions seemed really genuine. Um but yeah, seeing him play Super Mario Brothers Run uh, in front of Shigeru Miyamoto was just awesome. Um, and then seeing him actually get to play the Nintendo Switch, I'm like, damn it, that looks awesome. Um, Nintendo's yeah. just always had that magic to want me to buy their stuff. Sons of bitches. God, yeah, no joke. Like That is why I still have my Nintendo, my original Game Boy, my Super Nintendo, my N64, uh, and my Wii, like, yeah, yeah I, I still have these consoles, and I'm not getting rid of them because there's too many memories that go along with it. And, like, uh, the only reason I, I don't have my GameCube anymore is because I can play my GameCube games on my Wii. So, yep. no, yeah, but you can't play the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy games because you don't have the adapter anymore. Yeah, I had the Game Boy Advance, and I, <laughs> I modded it and sold it. That's the one Nintendo system I've ever sold. So I sold my N64 and regret it every day, and we don't need to talk about it because I'll talk for 30 minutes about just that. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear him talk about it, where could we find you on the Internet, Cyrus Martin? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, just go to YouTube and look for either Cyrus Martin or Video Game Virus. Uh, also, uh, I started uh, posting uh, videos on uh, vidme, vid.me which is where a lot of us YouTubers are trying to test out the market and see how it is. So you can find me there also, but mainly YouTube, just YouTube Cyrus Martin or YouTube, uh, video game virus or video game virus.com. It'll also take you there. Good deal. Good deal. Chris, where can we find you on the internet? Um, on Instagram at Lake life mama. Laura, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, Facebook, Instagram under Glitzy Howell, and uh, I'm just under Laura Howell on uh, Twitter. Nice. Uh, Chris, are you uh, available on the internet anywhere? Uh, I am. I have a pretty small footprint, so I'm only on Facebook. Okay. It's the only place I'm at right now. Gotcha. Um, as for the show, you can always find us at epicallygeeky.com. Um, you can listen to the show on, Insta- on Instagram. On, um, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, or uh, uh, Stitcher. Um, if you would, please, especially if you're listening on iTunes, please go give us a five-star review. Leave us a review. Or tell us what your type, top five NES games are. Uh, it definitely helps out with the show. You can uh, follow us online at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, 
And then, of course, check out our other show, the Marginally Geeky uh, Show. We uh, just did an episode where we uh, gave our impressions of The Martian by Andy Weir and uh, announced our next book. But I'm not going to mention that because you got to go listen to the episode if you want to find out what it is. If you want to follow my wacky adventures, you can find me at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for everyone on the site. Have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 